To bless someone is to add weight or to add value to that person. Uh, That is what we talked about last week as we began this series called uh, The Blessing. And if you remember in that conversation, in order for us to bless others, we need to receive that we are blessed. That, that we have been blessed by God through Jesus Christ. So that's, that's where it all, all began. Jesus came, as we saw in Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, Jesus came proclaiming good news to the poor. He came binding up the brokenhearted, and he came setting the captives free. And that's all of us. And then he calls all of us oaks of righteousness, So we're blessed. We are oaks of righteousness. And now he has called us to go and rebuild, restore, and renew. So what Jesus has proclaimed over us and done for us, now we need to do to the world. Uh, We uh, have been reconciled to God through Christ Jesus. Now we are ministers of reconciliation. That's behind uh, for me, when it talks about love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, the great command, and the great commission, go and make disciples, that's, that's behind, for me, the blessing. That's, that's how we bless, by loving the world and by making disciples, or rebuilding, restoring, and renewing. So today, as we continue our conversation on blessing, um, We need to understand also that to bless is a choice. Blessing is a choice. Yes, God is sovereign and God is in control, but yes, we have a choice on how we are going to live. This is illustrated in the story of Moses when the Israelites have come to the promised land And they are at the gates of going into the promised land. They're about ready to enter in. Moses is giving his last instructions before he leaves. And Joshua takes over. And in the midst of those last instructions, Moses says these words, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. And basically what Moses was saying, okay, Israelites, what do you choose? Do you choose life and prosperity, or do you choose death and destruction? Life and prosperity happens as the Israelites love God and obey Him. Death and destruction happen as the Israelites turn their heart away from God and are disobedient to Him. So it's a choice. God has set before you life and prosperity, death and destruction. Then Moses says these words. He says this in Deuteronomy 30, chapter uh, chapter 30, verse 19. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and blessings. And curses, 
Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God and listen to His voice and hold fast to Him. For the Lord is your life and He will give you many years in the land He swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do you see that? Let's go back to verse 19. This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses. What God has done is He has said, I am showing, telling all of creation, all of the heavens and the earth, all of the beings, all the spiritual beings, all the creation, I'm telling them, witness this. I am setting before the Israelites here. I'm setting before them life, and I'm setting before them death. I'm setting before them blessings, and I'm setting before them curses, and I'm telling them, now choose life so that your children may live. You see, there's a generational peace to this blessing. The generational peace is when I choose life, when I choose blessing, it impacts the next generation. It impacts my children. And so Moses, standing before the Israelites, says, here it is. All of creation knows life and blessing or death and curses. So, blessing is a choice. You and I have a choice. Are we going to live in the blessing that God has, has given us? Remember Jesus' words, Isaiah 61. Jesus came to proclaim good news to the poor, bind up the brokenhearted, set the captive free. What do you choose today? Do you choose life and blessing? Or do you choose death and curse? As we've talked about, blessing is to add value to somebody. So when I bless somebody, I add value to them. Curse is to bring contempt or dishonor or to take value away. It's not just not saying anything. It is you take a person's value away from them. And as we talked about last week in Proverbs 18, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat of its fruit. So blessing is a choice, and yes, I mean, I, I, I choose to live in that blessing, but also I have a choice. What am I going to have come out of my mouth? Will I have blessing come out of my mouth, or will I have curse? Come out of my mouth. I told a couple stories last week of young boys who I experienced that they received curse out of the mouth of their parents and the destruction that it led for them in their life. 
We, we don't fully comprehend the power of blessing. We don't. It, it, we're, we're so used to living by what we see. It, it's, it's our Western mind. If we, we can't you know, see it, touch it, feel it, any of that kind of stuff, we don't, we don't um, concern ourselves with this. But, but there's a spiritual thing that happens when we either speak blessing or we speak curse. So today we are going to choose to speak blessing. And this morning we're going to talk about how then do we bring blessing to our family. Now blessings come in different shapes and sizes. There's, and, it's, and it's less about doing it the right way and more about just doing it. And so I want us to... Uh, be free of that. Sometimes we feel like we got to have the exact right words or we got to do it the right way and, and then we get so caught up in doing it the right way. We don't do anything. Um, just, just do it. But I'm going to give you some uh, guiding principles to help you in your doing the blessing. So again, the, the question when it comes to this blessing is, what are we trying to accomplish? What are we trying to accomplish? And I'm talking specifically parents to children today, and then we'll tap on other family members as we get to the end of the message today, but we want to add value to our children's lives. We, we, the world's got enough negative coming. We want, as, as parents, we, we want to add value to them. So there's two kind of blessings for me. Uh, as, as I think through this and, and I've done reading uh, about it, first of all is what I just call a general blessing. A general blessing is something that can be shared by anyone, can be shared to anyone. It's not specific to a person, it's just general. Because a person is an image bearer, because they are a child of God, there, there's scripture and there's blessings that we can just speak generally over to people. Example, uh, number six, a very familiar blessing that we've heard probably many, many times. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is, it's a simple blessing that we know. Memorize it. Speak it over your children, speak it over your grandchildren, speaking it over people, just, 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 just say it. There, it's not like a magic potion, but yet there is spiritual power when we speak these words of blessing. And so this general blessing, this is just an example of one that, that you could do. Now within general blessing, there's two different ways you can do a general blessing. One is to do it intentionally. Um, it's something that you say, I, I'm going to do that. this, this is when I, I do it. For some of you I know that are really good at this, an intentional blessing is every night when your kids are going to bed, as you're tucking them in, you speak a blessing or you pray with them. You, you can tuck your kids into bed and you can say, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Okay, I said that a little wrong, but you, you get the point, right? You just, as you're talking, maybe it's in the morning when they get up and as they're heading off to school, you just put your hand on them 
and you bless them. But it's intentional. There's other things you can do. Um, blessing that it, it's, a, it's a weekly thing or something once a month that you do in a specific way where you're reciting Scripture or you're saying something that is very intentional over them. Now, it's interesting because um, at the end of this blessing that we find in Numbers chapter 6, um, Moses says this. This is from the Lord. He says this in verse 27. Now, after you say this blessing, here's why you say this blessing. So they will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. So what Moses was saying is Aaron and his sons would speak this blessing over the Israelites. That was what they were supposed to do. And so then Moses says, when you do this, you will put my name on the Israelites, and I will bless them. Now, I'm not really sure what it means that I will put my name on them other than that there's an identity thing that happens when a parent is speaking over children or when we're speaking over people, this blessing, it, it just begins to mark their heart and begins to mark their mind because as they hear this more and more, every day as they hear this kind of blessing, it begins to sink deep into them and they begin to walk out this blessing. They begin to walk and do their life like, oh, this is okay because uh, God's got me. I've been blessed this way. Oh, yeah, this, I'm fine in this situation because the Lord's face is shining on me and he's gracious to me. I, I got this. The Lord is looking at me and he's giving me peace. So there is something that happens. There's, there's a mystery within this. But when we speak a blessing, we put the name of God onto the life of the person that we're speaking, and then God will bless them. There are many other passages in the Bible that can be used as general blessings. You have Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to, to do. You can personalize that and just bless your children by saying this. You are God's handiwork, and you were created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared for you in advance to do. Just speak that over your kids every day. Just bless them with that. There's 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has given us a spirit not of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. God has given you a spirit of, of power and love and self-control. Not a spirit of fear, but again, you're speaking a blessing. And all of your kids, it, it keeps getting into them. As you keep doing it, all of a sudden, hey, wait a minute. I don't need to be in fear. Because God hasn't given me fear. It gets into them. There are many other verses that you can use as you intentionally bless your kid. As you're doing your devotion, ask the Lord to give you the verse or the blessing that he would have for each of your kids. The other piece under general blessing is spontaneous. We, we, this is a good, another good way to bless our kids. When we see our kids do something good or we see them operating in their gifts and their talents, just tell them, wow, you, you did a really good job of that. Or I can really tell that you're really passionate about this. That's amazing. 
the power of words, the power of blessing. So use your words to bless them. Now, great place to use this is when you are disciplining your kids. Now, this means you you got to figure out how to discipline your kids when you're not angry at them, right? How many of you maybe have said something not so much of a blessing when you're angry at kids, right? We've all done that at some time. What if in the spontaneous moment of, of disciplining our children, we spoke blessing over them? So in the midst of a correction, hey, hey Johnny, uh, you lied here. Lying, we don't lie. Lying's not right. Why, why did you lie? Were you afraid of something? Oh, let me remind you that you have not been given a spirit of fear. You have a spirit of power and love and sound mind. And now you've taken a negative thing, which could end up being a curse by me, in my anger, saying, you idiot, stop lying, to, wow. You know, we don't, we don't, we don't do this as followers of Jesus, but, but look at this. You don't need to lie. Because you've been given a spirit of power and love, and it's not mine. It's easy for us to begin to call our kids names, even sometimes funny names, um, things that we don't see as being harmful, that become harmful. And so in the spontaneous moment, remove that kind of, even if it's joking, remove it from your language so that everything that comes out of your mouth as a parent is one that is blessing and speaks life. The other thing to do in the midst of correction is to remind them of who they are. They are an image bearer. They are God's masterpiece. Ephesians 2.10. Oh, Johnny, I just want to remind you. I, I know you made a mistake. We all make mistakes, and I know you're going through this tough thing, but I just want to remind you that you are God's masterpiece. And you were created to to walk in good works. Imagine how powerful our homes would be, how filled with blessing our homes would be if we were able to live out our blessing and bless our kids even in the midst of discipline. Besides general blessing, there's a second kind of blessing, and that's specific blessing. Uh, specific ble- blessing is when I have a specific word for a specific child because there's something that I see in that child. We, we see this kind of blessing in the Old Testament whenever a father is blessing his sons. We, we see that as Jacob blesses his sons, each one of his sons. It, it was a different blessing. And this blessing is something that really proclaims to this child the gifts and the talents and the passions that that child has. This means, though, that we need to know our kids. I know that seems like, you know, I know that seems like, a, you know, we all get that. But, but sometimes we get in the craziness of life and we're so busy, we don't take the time to really get to know our kids' passions and talents 
and the things that they love and the things that they desire. What, what this doesn't mean is that I get to, to tell my kid what I want my kid to be when they grow up. Okay? I mean, we've heard stories of that, and maybe you've experienced that where your parent, as you were growing up, wanted you to be a doctor, or wanted you to be a lawyer, or whatever it may be, and it just didn't fit with you. And there are many stories of a parent trying to get a child to be something that isn't what God intended for them to be. So this specific blessing is not about what I want my child to be, it's about who God has created my child to be. You see, when we're, our kids are young and they're growing up, especially as they go through adolescence, they can't see that stuff. they got so much going on in their life and, and the world is changing, they can't see who God has created them to be. And that's where we as parents get the privilege of speaking specific blessing over our kids. And, and again... With specific blessing, just like with general blessing, there's intentional and spontaneous. There's intentional. We, we take specific times in their life and we speak intentionally. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in just a couple minutes. The spontaneous, again, it's when we see them doing something or when we notice something about their passion. Oh, again, Johnny, I can see you have a lot of passion around this. That's amazing. So to help us bless our kids in a specific way, I'm going to kind of give us five things, and the acronym is BLESS, and this will help us um, maybe get a, a, a grasp of how we can bless our kids in a specific way. So the first one is B, I am blessed. It's what we talked about last Sunday. It starts here. It starts with me being blessed and me knowing who God created me and me being really good with the way God created me. It's easy for me to look at somebody else and say, God, I wish I were that person. I wish I had those gifts and those talents. Or we only see the negative side of our personality. But it begins with me going, oh God, thank you that I'm your masterpiece and that you created me in Christ Jesus to do good works. Thank you that you knit me together in my mother's womb. And so this crazy mix-up of personality and passions is exactly who God wanted me to be. So to begin to bless my kids in a specific way, I first and foremost need to know and believe that I am blessed. Second, L, listen to God. This is the second step. Taking time in your quiet time to have conversations with God about your children. And just listen. What does the Father have to say to you about your children? Write it down. 
Don't, don't worry about coming up with some fancy anything. Just, again, write it down. What do you notice? What is, what is the Father speaking to you? You've, you've spent tons of time with your kids. You, you should know this stuff. But listen to God. What has God created your, or how has God created your kids? Third thing is, engage in your child's life. Again, this seems like a no-brainer, Brad, but some of us are so busy we don't engage in our kid's life. Take your son or daughter out for lunch and just ask them a bunch of questions. Hey, what are you excited about? If you could do anything and money wasn't a, a big deal, what, what would you want to do? Here's what I notice that you're good at. What do you think about that? Just be an intentional dialogue with your kids. Get to know your children. And just so you need to know this, we all get this, but I'm saying it out loud. This is for both mom and dad to do. Okay? Sometimes segments of our culture tell us that it's a woman's job to raise the kids. It's dad and mom's job to raise the kids. And our kids need to hear from both dad and mom that they are God's masterpiece. So dads, I, I, know, uh, I know a lot of our homes are two-income homes, and so I, I, I get that. But, but just dads, when you come home from work, Engage with your children. Next, Scripture. Ask the Lord to give you specific Scripture for each one of your kids. I, I mentioned this before, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in just a couple minutes, but I, I have verses, specific verses for each one of my three kids that I pray. It, I've been doing this for years. It's stuff that God has given me a long time ago. In your quiet time, as you're talking to God and listening to God, ask Him if there's any verse. If you don't get anything right away, that's okay. Just keep asking. Something will come. You'll read something in your own quiet time. That's the way it happened to me for, for my kids. I'm in my quiet time and I'm just like, Oh, this is Nicole. And then I put it in under where I have the things I pray for her. And that's what I pray. So scripture. The last thing is speak blessing. It's one thing to know our kids are blessed. It's, it's one thing to know their gifts and, and their talents. The other thing is that we need to be intentional about letting them know that we know. We, we need to speak to them. Speaking can also be writing things to them. Um, it is being intentional in speaking over them. Terry and I, we, we did this with our kids. We, we, we saw the way God created them, and we spoke blessing over them. And one way to do this intentionally is you, you, can, you can do it spontaneously, but you can do it intentionally. Like 
uh, different stages of their life, like when they turn 13 or 16 or 18, you, you do something specific and, and um, you know, like, like a weekend away or uh, a day away where you're with them and it's, and it's all, the whole purpose is to speak blessing into their life. Our Faith at Home team back here has, uh, they're called Life Paths, and, they're, and it's different places in the, in, as your child grows up on things you can do with them all the way through from the time they're born all the way through until, until they're 18 years of age. Tap into that in our Faith at Home resources. Talk to Jen, our children's director. She can help you with that kind of stuff, but it, it, it's tools to help you in that process. We began, uh, when our kids were young, Terry and I began to notice different things in each of our kids. We, we knew early on that our oldest son was gifted with an incredible mind. Uh, we, we saw that. And so we began speaking blessing over him, letting him know, God has gifted you with an incredible mind. You have a curiosity and an insatiable desire to learn. That is given to you by God. Now use it for God's glory. And one of the things that I did with, with, uh, with Jordan is that when he was turning 18, I did a weekend away with him with, with another dad, and, and I wrote out a, a blessing for Jordan. And part of my blessing to Jordan was to remind him that his mind is to be used to build up and to encourage others. You see, uh, one of the things that we noticed in our son is he could verbally destroy his younger brother and sister in a heartbeat. And that was part of our prayer for Jordan, too, that God would, God would do a work. We spoke the blessing, and we prayed like crazy. And it, and it, was, it was crazy because he, he left, went off to, to college and all that kind of stuff, and then, you know, Facebook and... and um, he would get on Facebook and he would just tear people apart with his, with his comments. I mean, he was good at destroying people. And so we kept praying. And then all of a sudden, he went, it went silent on Facebook. And we asked him, so what's the deal? You know... It's just not worth it. I just, um, it's just not worth my time just trying to say whatever. And it was like, okay, there's a little victory there. And then all of a sudden we start hearing words of how he and his younger brother Grant are in different parts of the world. He's in California, Grant's here in Minnesota. They're playing video games with each other. And they're talking, and Jordan's beginning to encourage Grant in everything he's doing. Jordan is beginning to speak life into Grant. This blessing we spoke over Grant, now Terry and I are beginning to see it come to fruition. He is using his mind to build up and encourage rather than destroy. 
Our daughter, Nicole, she has an incredible ability to help people. From the time she was little, we saw it. And that was the same thing with her. We, we spoke blessing over her. Nicole, God has gifted you in this way. So step into it fully. I have verses that I pray over her for, specifically that deal with that. Grant, we saw Grant. He had this sensitive spirit, sensitive spirit to the things of the spirit. And he had this quiet leadership ability. People just followed him. And you know how he was attacked through high school and even into college? His leadership. It was crazy. The enemy was going after that. But we spoke blessing. Again, I took Grant away. I, I wrote a blessing. And part of that blessing is that to lead people for the glory of God. I, I spoke that into him and I prayed over him. And now we, we see him in, in his job and getting positions of, of leadership. He's being promoted into those things. It's not, it's not, I mean, parent, Terry and I, we did an okay job of parenting. We made some mistakes, but, but we got this piece right. We spoke blessing into our kid's life, and we're seeing the fruit of that today. So, bless your children. First of all, remember that you are Blessed. Then listen to God and engage in your kid's life and read scripture and ask God, what what scripture do I need to pray over my kid? And then be intentional about speaking and writing blessing over your kids. And in the family, there's other ways that we can bless children, even us adult children. We can bless our parents. What What do we see in our parents? Speak blessing into them. Do do this bless process with your parents. Grandparents, you can do the same thing to your grandkids. I know some of you are already doing it, but be intentional grandparents. Listen to God. Engage in your grandchildren's life. Get to know your grandkids. Pray scripture. You may not be in the day-to-day discipline, but you are uh, can be on your knees before the Lord and speaking blessing over them. When you are around your children, your grandchildren, speak blessing into their life. Say what you see in those little kids. Verbalize it. Say it out loud. Husbands? Mm, what about blessing your wives? Wives? What about blessing your husbands? Okay, how, how well do you know your spouse? Are you listening to God about your spouse? Do you know your spouse's passions, their gifts, and their talents? And then are you speaking that blessing to your spouse? That that happens often in our home today. You guys know Terry. She is so gifted with people. She, She walks into a room and can make any person feel like they're the most important person in the room. It doesn't matter where they are in any scale of any kind, you know, socially, economically, whatever. The most downtrodden person, she can walk into the room and make that person feel like they're the most important person. That's how God has gifted her. 
I can't even come close to it. It's her gifting. It's my responsibility, especially on her worst days, to remind her of the blessing that she is. Now, to be fairly honest, of our 31 years of marriage, I would say probably the first half I didn't do that. I didn't speak blessing into her life. And our marriage got into huge trouble for a number of reasons, but that's one of them. I was so busy with my life and what I thought Terry should put into my life that I didn't speak anything into her life. You want to have your marriage improve? Do this. First of all, receive the blessing from God. Then listen to God about your spouse. And then engage in your spouse's life. Get to know your spouse. Ask her, ask him a bunch of questions. Look for scripture. What, is, what does God want you to be praying over her? And then speak blessing into her life. Say it out loud. Don't hold it in here. We all need to hear it. So the challenge for you this week is whether it's your children or if you don't have children at home, your grandchildren, your spouse, parents that are older, whoever it may be, any family member, do this. First, tomorrow morning, wake up. Father, thank you that you bless me. Thank you that I'm an oak of righteousness. Thank you that you have, you, you have bound up my brokenness. You've set me free. You've done that already. Thank you. Then, in your quiet time, God, what do you have to say to me about so-and-so? Just write their name down. What do, you, what do you have to say to me? And just whatever comes to your mind, just write it down. Don't worry about anybody seeing or anything. Just write it down. This is what I sense God saying to me. And then take that person out for lunch Take them out for breakfast this week. Take them out sometime this week. Ask them questions. Just get to know them personally. Engage in them. And then Scripture, whatever Scripture comes in mind, and then in that time that you're with them, speak blessing over them. I ask you today, except for this week, that you would commit to this, to bless your family. I can't make you. This is my challenge. And see what God may do because to, to you and to your family member because you choose to bless them. Let's pray. Father, first of all, we are grateful that you have blessed us. Today we receive that blessing. Father, right now I I feel like there's maybe a couple people in this room that, that are having a hard time right now receiving 
your blessing. They, in one way or another, curses have been spoken over them throughout their life. They don't, they don't, they don't feel the blessing. They don't, they don't know the blessing from you. Father, um, whatever lies are in their life, I, I ask that you would, by the power of your spirit, remove them in Jesus' name. That you would fill their mind and their heart with the truth that they are set free. That they are oaks of righteousness. Set them free. And I pray that as each one of us steps out, and looks to bless our family this week, uh, that you would bring it to our memory, that you would speak to us, that we would hear you, and that you give each one of us the boldness to declare blessing each of o- o- over each one of our families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.